an exceptional wild card weekend thus far, and we're not done. We still got one more game to go tonight. And how do you like it? I think a lot of us like the the idea of, of playing on a Monday night here. And it plays. It'll be your last Monday night football game that we're getting. But it should be a good one tonight. It's the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we go to Tampa Bay, Raymond James Stadium, for a live report from our guy who is on the clock working now. I'm sure he's got his, uh, what, uh, putrid and pewter or whatever the heck they call it. He's got the Buccaneer colors on. He is TJ Reeves, the sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they are hosting the Dallas Cowboys tonight. Uh, TJ, how you feeling, my man? Happy Super Wild Card Monday night. Always good to be with the doctor in the desert. Uh, Numchuck was revving me up here for the interview, and uh, we're about ready to go. I can tell you that the Dallas team buses just arrived a few minutes ago with the police escort, and the good news for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott has yet to throw an interception because he had not gotten <laughs> off the bus yet, doctor. Wow, wow, that's interesting. I like that. And you're right. I mean, he has been downright awful. I mean, Pathetic. I mean, what the last, what six of the last seven games he's throwing a pick. Uh, this has not been good uh, for the Cowboys. I know a lot of people are wondering which Cowboys team uh, is going to show up here tonight, TJ. And well, uh, that's, that's it's, it's interesting. First of all, let's let give me the the atmosphere. Uh, what is the atmosphere there like tonight? We know it's a sold out crowd. We we know that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are division champs. That's why they're hosting this game, even though the Dallas Cowboys have four more wins than the Bucs. What is the feeling like there tonight with the Buccaneers faithful? Well, I can tell you it has been a gorgeous day here in Tampa Bay, a 68-degree day, but it is going to get cooler and eventually cold, even by probably Vegas standards, but certainly by Florida standards, it's going to get cold. Uh, here this evening with the second half, the temperature dropping into the low 40s. We're not used to that. You know how we are. We're weak, doctor. If it gets below 50, we're bringing in the plants. We're bringing in the pets. So it'll be a little chilly here tonight. I can tell you walking around the South Plaza of Raymond James Stadium, there are a lot of Cowboy fans, a lot being relative, probably several hundred that I'm looking at that are walking around outside the gates are not open for another hour or so. So there's a lot to do. I know ESPN has been broadcasting all afternoon from this same South Plaza, and that's where a lot of these people are congregated over here, milling around, trying to, uh, you know, get their Dan Orlovsky autograph. I don't know what else they're trying to do. Get a selfie <laughs> with uh, with uh, hey. Laura Rutledge or whomever, Marcus Spears. So they've been out here for a couple of hours doing the pregame, and then uh, and then we get ready for this one. And, and you, you were saying that, hey, it's great we have one on Monday night. I, I'm the opposite. We've had to wait and wait and wait and watch those games Saturday. Yeah. And watch those games Sunday. And look, I know they don't consult us. I know there's mega millions, hundreds of millions on the line for these TV networks to bid for these games. But it's just been an eternity to wait through yesterday, last night, and today to finally play the game. And you're also putting whoever loses tonight at a distinct disadvantage because they are going to go on the road now to play a San Francisco team that hasn't played since Saturday and is sitting at home. So from a competitive standpoint, uh, you know, this is not favorable, but I understand the dollars and the dollar signs and the reasons why they're doing it. Yeah, it, it is un, unusual, but again, it's great for, for viewers. It's great for betters, obviously, and because you know, you get this uh, standalone game tonight and we know this will probably be one of the high, will probably be the highest rated Monday night football game we've yes. seen in quite some time, not only because it's a playoff game, but especially with that Cowboys fan base. And of course you got your guy, Tom Brady, you know, playing in this game as well too. So, 
I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. There's there's no question. Despite so TJ, here's, here's a reference point for you. So here's a reference point. So you know I do many podcasts. I'm a man of many hats. I should operate my own lid store down at the mall. Nunchuck, how am I doing? Where's my rim shot, Nunchuck? Where's my uh, rim shot on that one? Yeah, Never mind. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, but in any event, my sportsmediawatch.com guru of the ratings, John Lewis, uh, referenced a year ago that the Rams and the Cardinals played this super wild card Monday night game. That's the first year they did the Monday night game, and it had right around 21 million viewers, which is a really good number. It's better than most Monday night football regular seasons, obviously, that don't involve the Cowboys, let's say. He believes that tonight, to your point, will have somewhere around 30 million, about nine to 10 million more, just because of what you said, the love hate factor on the Cowboys and Tom, oh, that Tom Brady guy also being involved. So there's a reference for you, Doctor. Okay. So we have two inconsistent teams here. I mean, very inconsistent. And I, I just don't know how to handicap this game. Now, I know that you think that the Bucks can win this game, but there is this conventional wisdom that, that Dallas can be very good tonight because if you go back and look how Dallas has responded after losses, they not only have won those games, they've won those games in convincing fashion here. And again, I'm not a big Dak Prescott guy. But we know that the Cowboys have a pretty strong D, and and both teams are probably more healthy now, as crazy as it sounds, than they have been all year. How concerned are you about the Cowboys' defense specifically, and how do you think the Cowboys show up tonight? I think there is some concern, uh, but you know, again, you can count me slanted, you can count me biased. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed the comedic value of listening to everybody try to explain away that Dallas always plays tight, including with Dak Prescott in December and January, just like they did a year ago when they blew the division on the final game of the uh, of the regular season and ended up, uh, or, or, or actually, yes, actually uh, ended up having to uh, play on the opening wild card weekend because they blew the final game of the regular season and got beat at home by the San Francisco 49ers. And Dak Prescott threw interceptions and, of course, uh, vapor locked on the final drive when they were trying to get into scoring range and the clock ran out on them. So, uh, he's thrown a bunch of interceptions. They, they've been bad against questionable competition. I mean, you go back to mid-December, they were awful at home against one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Houston Texans, and probably should have lost that game. They were losing the whole second half. They were playing Tennessee with a quarterback who had been there for three days, Josh Dobbs, off somebody else's practice squad. They were losing in the second quarter of that game. You look at how awful they were that whole game last week, with the, with the commanders and a rookie quarterback in Sam Howell. All right, so Sam Howell, Joshua Dobbs, and Davis Mills of the Houston Texans. Do any of those guys belong in a sentence with Tom Brady, by the way, and playing him now tonight and this Buccaneer offense with him healthy? I mean, that's advantage Cowboys. So, I mean, advantage Buccaneers right. against the Dallas Cowboys tonight. You've got to believe that. Unless you're related to Jerry Jones or Dak Prescott, you got to believe in that. <laughs> no, I, I think, you know, what the factor is it's it's the Dallas defense that that can cause some problems, as we know. And I think, again, you know, playing on the grass, playing there, we've looked at those stats as well, too. Uh, advantage Brady and, and probably the Buccaneers. But, uh, again, you got Micah Parsons on the other side there. You you do got uh, Diggs. You've got some guys that can uh, cause some some havoc and can, you know, are they going to be able to to get to Brady? I think that is is the key here tonight. Uh, TJ Reeves is live there in Tampa Bay getting ready for tonight's uh, final wildcard weekend game between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. TJ, very concerned here and wondering how 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans are, are feeling and the tension. Is there any tension there that this could possibly be Tom Brady's final game uh, as a Buck and potentially maybe the final time we ever see Tom Brady? Yeah, there's, that has obviously been brought up, but I don't think tension is where it is. I think there's a lot of optimism here that it's not just going to be tonight, but you're going to have a chance to play on. I don't think anybody is taking the pessimistic view that this could be it this evening. I think there's some confidence that you've got this home game. You earned that home game by winning the games you had to win at the end of the year against the Saints on Monday night, uh, against the Cardinals on Christmas night, and then against Carolina. Now, those are not world-beater teams, but you found a way to win all of those games and earn the home game. So, obviously, that will be one of the storylines, especially if the Buccaneers are starting to struggle. The only thing I will say, Doctor, is if they are within an arm's length in the fourth quarter, Tom Brady's not losing this game. I mean, I've seen the movie over and over again now this year. It's like going to Top Gun, brother. We've been to Top Gun in the theater. We've watched it on the DVD. We know how it ends. I know how this ends if it's close tonight because I've seen it over and over again. So uh, if if the Cowboys are to win, the the Cowboys better be up a couple of scores in the fourth quarter. They better do what the Cincinnati Bengals did and what the Kansas City Chiefs did earlier this year in games at Raymond James Stadium, where you're up by two touchdowns, 17 points, something like that in the fourth quarter of the game, where he simply doesn't have enough possessions and enough time to be able to come back. Then again, the Saints were up 13-3 to with five minutes left, and he put it in the end zone not once but twice in regulation to win the game. So Brady ever dangerous, and, and no is the answer to your question. I don't think there's much angst about whether or not this is his last game, at least from Buccaneer fans. But, but see, here's the thing. I think that there there has to be, because that's the reality of the situation is that it's if it if it is they lose this could sure. this could be it for him and and for everything that you just described as great as Tom Brady is I mean he had to rally the troops like you said being down to these lesser teams and let's face it the Cowboys even though they they haven't played great especially you know last week we understand that but I think you have to look at the reality and that's why they are the underdog as well too the Bucks are the underdog because Dallas is the better team between these two. Now, as we know, home field advantage means a lot. Tom Brady over Dak Prescott, I'm with you 100%, brother. But I'm just saying, I would think that it has to be in in in, in your back of your brain, Gene Deckerhoff, the uh, fine Hall of Fame <laughs> broadcaster uh, for you know the, 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 the Buccaneers, and, and those fans that are going to be in the stadium tonight thinking, like, this could be the last time I see Tom Brady. I think it's a reality that, I mean, 50-50, my friend. Well, here's, uh, here's reality for you on this one. And I told Numchuk, be ready for this. Okay. Uh, doctor, doctor. Yes. What were you doing in 1993? Where were you in January of that? And Numchuk. Numchuk was like in grade school, maybe in preschool in 93. Was the <laughs> doctor in NoCal? Was the no. doctor in Vegas? Yes. Where, where, where were you? What were you doing January of 93? I'll tell you exactly where I was. At 93 January, I was here in Vegas on the radio. I was I was probably in the middle of a sports book hosting a playoff <laughs> party. That's where right. I was. Uh, great so, times in the early 90s so for you, yours truly you in will, Vegas. Yes. You will vividly remember Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, <laughs> Emmett Smith, Dallas Cowboys, NFC Championship win over Steve Young and Jerry Rice yes. and the San Francisco 49ers. You vividly remember that. Yes. Well, Cowboy fans vividly remember that, too. That's the last time they won a road playoff game. 30 years ago, Doctor. Mm-hmm. And that includes Dak Prescott uh, blowing a couple of road playoff games himself, including blowing the game at the L.A. Coliseum 
uh, a couple of years ago that he lost. Tony Romo losing them, Drew Bledsoe losing them, Troy Aikman himself losing them in the late 1990s before he retired. You're talking about a team that has always played tight as an organization on the road in January. And by the way, it's not that difficult. Tom Brady won three of them with the Buccaneers just two years ago in Washington, in New Orleans, and in Green Bay. So when you talk about mindset, when you're talking about psychology, when you're talking about who's going to play tight, if things start going wrong for Dallas in the first half, it is chicken little, brother. The sky is falling. The pressure is on. Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy. You're telling me you're backing Mike McCarthy tonight, doctor? No, Mike no, McCarthy no. On a regular basis. Yeah, I do you're kill Mike. Absolutely. I, I, I want nothing to do with Mike, Mike McCarthy. However, I will say this. This may be a, a slim, me very slim, advantage Mike McCarthy over Todd Bowles because that's how little I think of Todd Bowles. But no, you're right. And going back to your point about this is all correlated, my friend, to the choke jobs, to who your quarterback is. Now, if you want to go back, I mean, Dak Prescott, we don't like Dak Prescott. He's not a big-time player. We understand that. Tony Romo wasn't a big-time player, as that's we know. Right. Jason Garrett wasn't. You have to go back to Troy Aikman to be the last big-time quarterback. <laughs> uh, you right. know, and Maybe Steve Berline. Well, we'll give Berline some credit, right? right? Seriously, right. seriously. But those last few quarterbacks, including Tony, Tony Romo, that's why they they choked in the postseason it's correlated to the quarterback so i'm with you with that i'm with you and uh man i can hardly wait for this game tonight i think so here's my thing tj all right you mentioned the quarterback issues especially with prescott 15 interceptions for this ham seven straight games he's thrown a pick and he's thrown a pick six in three of the last four Talk right. about the Bucks defense tonight, because we've talked last week about hey, they're probably the more the most healthy they've been in, in quite some time. How do you see that matchup there? That's I mean, that is advantage Buccaneers here, and you know they're gonna be hawking on a ball, especially early, and they picked him early in the first half of the game uh in Dallas, uh all the way back in week yep. one. I don't know how much you can read into that week one nineteen to three game. Nothing. Probably not a whole lot, but you know, one team won the game, one team played very well, and the other team played poorly for a lot of it, and it was because of the Buccaneers and their defense. Uh, and then Dak Prescott ends up breaking his thumb and missed five games after breaking his thumb. Amazingly, they won four of them without him. By the way, Doctor, you haven't slipped in. That Prescott leads the league in interceptions or tied for it yeah, with 15. 15. He, becomes say, the yeah, first, yeah. He, he becomes the first quarterback in the history of the NFL, when you talk dubious, to lead the league in interceptions while not having played five games in the season where he did it. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's a dubious thing to be known. And again, if he is tight tonight, if he's playing poorly tonight, I'm, I'm saying it right here on the world-famous, galactically famous T.C. Martin show. They have no chance to win. They're not going to run the football on the Buccaneers' defense. Vita Vea back in the lineup in the, on the defensive interior line. Excellent tackling linebackers in Devin White and Levante David. The Cowboys are not going to run the football. They're not going to come in here and run for 200 or 250 yards. That's not happening. What's going to happen if the, if the Cowboys succeed is Dak Prescott throwing it well Playing a clean game, that's how they can win the game. But if he's rattled early, it is big, big trouble. And I'll tell you what else, just to keep an eye on here. Buccaneers have gone into lulls in the second period and in the third quarter. All right, if, Even if they're up 10 nothing, something like that, be careful second period, third period tonight, because the Buccaneers have had a tendency to kind of let up, let the other team in, keep going three and out, keep putting the defense on the field. So let's pay attention. Are the Buccaneers on the gas in the second quarter and the third quarter? Do they extend the lead? Because if they do, that's curtains for the Cowboys, Doctor. All right, there it is. Uh, tonight, the Dallas Cowboys, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. T.J. Reeves, the total, 45-and-a-half. 
under I over. Gets home. I don't think 45 gets home. It's a low scoring game, it's, right? It's, you would think, right? Probably something like 23 13, something like 20 13, you know, 17 10, maybe kind of low scoring, close to the best. Brady. Brady effective, but not scoring a bunch. Butts kick a lot of field goals. Yes, I mean, this could uh, be like 26-14, and it doesn't get to 45 points. Right. Under, uh, under betters are, are hoping you're right uh, with that one, my friend. All right, he is TJ Reeves. He'll be on the sideline reporting tonight. TJ, real quick, any wind? No rain, right? But cold, any wind No tonight? rain. It has been a gorgeous, clear day. There's not much wind. It's just okay. going to be cool or cold. So the conditions are good. Outstanding playing surface. And the, uh, the Buccaneers have Tom Brady at home. 16-3 and three he is. I think we talked about this last week on your show. 16-3 and three in his opening playoff game on the wild card weekend or off the bye in the divisional round. Let's see if he gets to a 17-3 and three in 20 games. That would be amazing. All right. Staggering. All right. Do you, rec- do you recognize that song, T.J. Reeves? There we go. B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S. Hey, hey, go Tampa on. Bay, the, your 1979 Buccaneers there fight song. Where's John Let's McKay? Get the mojo Where's going? Yeah, there it is. Where's Ricky Bell Bring when you need him? Bring me some Leroy Selman. Bring me some Ricky Reynolds of Sacramento, California. That's my guy. Bring me, bring me some old school orange. James Owens, baby. Another Sacramento Sports Hall of Famer. J.O., baby. There you go. All right, we'll let you go. Hey, enjoy the call tonight. Have a good time, my friend. And uh, pictures galore. We wait to see them. Be well in the desert. Let's see what the Bucks do. All good right. to be with you. Take care. There he is. Well, T.J. Reeves be coming west next week. San Francisco. Probably not. Never know. This is a coin flip game. I do expect Dallas to play better than what they saw, what we saw last week against Washington. I do. And awful losses, the Cowboys have been pretty good.